Hello, welcome to today's episode. Do you know what I find absolutely adorable is how excited Bernie gets when I get a takeaway. <laughs> Do you remember when it's like when you were younger and you were like little and your mum would go to Sainsbury's or to the shop when she'd come back with Sainsbury's bag and you'd be all excited like, what's for me, what's for me? And she'd be like, milk and bread. And I'm like, oh, that's not for me. Like, I thought you'd get me something. She's like, I did, I got you milk and bread. And like, you'd kick off because I wanted like a yum yum or whatever. And she's like, who's going to eat the milk and bread? And I'd be like, I am. She's like, there you go, it's for you. Um... I feel like Bernie has that same energy. I got a takeaway earlier. She got all excited, like, Molly, for me, what's for me, Molly? And um, I had to let her down gently. <sighs> That's a lie. I could never let her down. I gave her some fried chicken, obviously. Took the skin off. I ate that bit. What? Welcome to the show. Musical interlude. Sip of tea. Do you know what today's episode is going to be about? Psychics, mate. We're going to talk about psychics. So... A few things. I want to open with this episode, which is saying that people say dumb shit when someone has died. When somebody close to you has passed away, you find yourself being incredibly vulnerable. Incredibly vulnerable. And I do think, sadly, there are people that take advantage. I remember when my mum first passed away. <laughs> Not the second time. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> when she first... The initial time period immediately after the dying, I remember uh, desperately looking everywhere for answers. And I didn't have any faith in faith. I didn't want to look to God. I didn't care for God, didn't believe. That's a whole different story. Look at God as well if you want to see my thoughts on that. Download on my website now. I was looking for answers from anywhere. And this woman said that she was like a, a medium or like this person. She kept messaging me with all these lovely messages that she wanted to help me. La la, she wanted to help. And I didn't know this woman from Adam. Like, she was very strange. I don't even think she was a medium. I think she worked in a charity shop. I don't know what she did, guys. Maybe she was, like, a part-time. I don't know what she did. But I do remember her being in my mum's house two days after my mum had passed away. And she started there talking about how my mum had a certain kind of hair. And I was like, no, my mum's got blonde hair. Like, it's completely different. And uh, she started saying how my mum's just sat there next to me laughing. Like, laughing next to me. And I was like... Well, that's not very nice. Like, I'm having the worst time of my life. It's really sad that my mum would find that hilarious. And B, get the fuck out of my house. I just get away from me. I don't want to speak to this person. Like, it felt very, very horrible. And I understand why people sometimes want to speak to a medium or a psychic. I personally, like, I never want to speak to a medium. Even, even if there's the possibility that they can speak to the dead, I would rather the dead person spoke to me directly than through somebody else. Like, I don't need you to go through somebody else. If you want to get a message to me, mate, you know my number, you know my socials, come find me. And I am all for believing in signs and things. I saw a beautiful full moon uh, in August when I was in Poland. And for me, that was such a sign from my mum. <laughs> like, I can't tell you. Like, it was just the most beautiful sign. I just really felt her. I really felt her in that moment. It was so beautiful, so powerful, and I really felt her. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about psychics and people that have, you know, the gift, as it were. So I'm going to tell you about some of my worst psychic experiences, and then I'm going to tell you about today. Today, I had the worst psychic reading of my life. She's given me a partial refund, right? It was so bad. And do you want to know the irony? Do you want to know the irony of this psychic meeting? Not that I went to see a psychic and it didn't work out well. That's not what I'm saying is ironic. Is that before I like logged into the Zoom meeting with her, is um, I was thinking, oh, wouldn't it be fun if she sh didn't show up? Like, wouldn't that be fun if she didn't show up? Like, if she ghosted me. Like, there's that podcast, you know, that podcast that's called Oh, My Therapist Ghosted Me. And I thought, oh, how funny would that be to be like, oh, my psychic ghosted me? Like, how bad has your future got to look? <laughs> 
your psychic would ghost you. <laughs> she just sees your name and looks you up as like, mate, I can't tell her about this. Or like, there is no future. Sorry, boo. Like, there is no future. I just got to cancel the meeting. I thought, oh, that's really funny. I wish she ghosted me because it got to the end of the meeting. I was like, mate, I wish I didn't have that. We just both waste our time there. Right. Actually, hey... So I thought that before it happened. Who's the psychic now, bitch? Who's the psychic now? Hello. So I'm going to talk about a few of my uh, worst psychic readings. Um, so again, there was another one, this woman that said she wanted to help me after my mum died with like a trauma-informed massage. And actually all she was was selling aromatherapy oils and trying to sell me a bulk of them. It was like an Avon lady, but for aromatherapy, that's not a hating on Avon. I used to really like them. What happened to Avon? Anyway, that's one. This was my worst psychic reading of all time, and it's up there with two others. Uh, the last one I had told me that I wouldn't be able to have children, or that I wouldn't have any children, correction. She said, you're not going to have any kids. And when she saw, I don't know, maybe when she saw the eyes welling up um, on my face full of tears and my heart visibly sinking to my stomach and seeing that the, um, the tears and devastation that was written across my face, she quickly went, oh, but I also see you're very stubborn and so you'll probably do it by yourself anyway if you want to so you can have a child on your own by yourself great so that's my future single mum thank you so much can't wait for that what an exciting future right so there was that one that caused upset for a couple of weeks afterwards speak to my best friends about that I never thought I'd hear myself having the conversation of do you really think that I'm never gonna have kids <laughs> because my psychic told me I'm never going to they were like me it's got nothing to do with fucking psychic. Maybe to do with the, your taste of men. That might be the reason you never have any. <laughs> oh, that was a burn. That was for my friends. That wasn't from me. Just an FYI. And then a psychic before then. I had a psychic before then. And this was, um, oh, there was a f two more before then. In lockdown, I followed a lot of psychics on TikTok. Listen, who they are on TikTok is not who they are one-to-one. -one. Very different skill sets, right? Just be careful because I'm not very funny on TikTok and I'm fucking hilarious on stage, so I've got the opposite problem. But these guys, very different. So there was this woman that supposedly was psychic to the stars, right? It was really hard to get an appointment and... Oh, would you believe it? The stars aligned and I got an appointment that week. And so I felt really lucky. Yes, demand is, is, is the sales technique there. And I had a meeting with this woman and uh, nothing she said was right. There was nothing correct. And I thought, oh, well, obviously that's a problem with the Wi-Fi. Like the signal is clearly interfering and she can't give me a true reading on my future. Like that's what that must be. So then I spoke to another one, and again, she was fully booked. And when I spoke to her, she was in her living room. She had her phone on a stand while she was eating a Chinese takeout. And I was like, really? This is, this is what we're doing? And she started telling me what a great relationship I've got with my dad. And my dad's very close to me. And uh, my dad's all about my dad, all about my dad. And I was like, well, that's hilarious, because I haven't spoken to my dad in like 20 years. And uh, I was gutted. I was gutted with that psychic reading, because I didn't hear from my mum. And... It's a weird feeling being like, I'm going to speak to a psychic and obviously I don't want to hear from somebody that's passed away, but like if my mum was to say hi, but then I wouldn't want my mum to come through her. But I was at a time in my life where I was very vulnerable and you know the parking angels, guys. We all know the parking angels. The parking angel is a very real thing. It absolutely works. If you don't know the parking angel, it's very simple. The parking angel is where you're going somewhere and you speak to the parking angels and say, hey, parking angels, can you organise me a parking space close to where I need to be, please? And then there's always a car parking space, right? So what I did is I spoke to my mum, Angel, and was like, hey, mum, like, I don't know where you are or if you're listening, but if you are listening, I do have an appointment with the psychic on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Like, if you can be there, 
and just send a message like wherever you are I know you're busy dancing with George Michael but if you could be there I would love to speak to you at that time it would be it would be great like I'd love to speak to you and then at 4pm on the Wednesday the woman didn't mention my mum she didn't mention her at all she just talked about my dad and that made me really sad and I came off the phone I got really upset and I spoke to my ex-boyfriend at the time and he's like what's wrong with you and I was like oh you wouldn't understand he's like try me and I said, I've just spoken to a psychic. And he laughed his head off. I said, that was not the funny bit. Um, I said, the sad bit, the reason I'm sad is because I was hoping that she'd bring my mum into it. <laughs> he was like, why would she bring your mum into it? And so I told him about the whole parking angel analogy and how I'd spoken to my mum like a parking angel and said, my mum would be here at a certain time. If you could send a message, I'd really appreciate it. And he, he gave me the best psychic advice that I've ever had. He was like, Louisa, obviously your mum got the message. Obviously she got the message. I was like, she didn't know. She was not listening. She's not listening to me. He's like, obviously she got the message. Like, I'm sure, and he never met my mum, but like I must have told him good enough stories about her because he seemed to kind of like, he said, he said, I'm sure your mum would be like, from what I know about you, Louisa, stop spending your money on shit. Like, I'm sure your mum would be like, stop spending your money on shit. I was like, yeah, she always used to say that. <laughs> Wipe away tears. She always used to say that. He's like, yeah, well, like, like, like anyone, I mean, I'm a psychic then. I could tell you that, that you spend your money on shit, right? But I do need these things. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, and my mum used to always say to me, like, do I really need it? That was her thing. She's like, when you go shopping, ask yourself, do I really need it? So I'm sure that your mum saw that you were going to the psychic at this time. But your mum knew that if she came through at that time, You'd be calling that woman every hour of the day. You'd be spending 80 quid every fucking time. You'd have run out of money in no time. And your mum doesn't want that. Your mum doesn't want you to waste money on shit. So your mum purposely, she saw the fucking appointment, she saw the message, and she's like, I'm not going to that because I don't want my daughter to spend her money on shit. What she wants is her daughter to go out there and live her best life. And I thought, yes, that's lovely. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> my mum doesn't want me to spend my money on shit. That's lovely. And I thought, oh, that's a lovely reading. What a lovely reading. And so I booked a psychic today because at the beginning of this year, I was feeling really lost. Ever since turning 40, I I felt really fucking lost and confused and kind of stuck. And I've hated it. I've hated feeling down and stressed and not even depressed, just like stagnant and bitter. And bitter is just an emotion telling you that you're not growing, right? That's all that fucking is. And so I made three promises to myself last year after I turned 40. It got to Christmas and it got to the point where it got to Christmas and I was like, do or die. Like you either fucking accept this and kill yourself because it's fucking horrible or you do something completely different and just do something, just move forward somehow. So I made three promises to myself. The first promise was to record my stand-up special, God is Woman, and self-produce it, which I did in a period of three weeks. God is Woman, you can download it on my website, louisoedmond.com forward slash God is Woman. The second was to book Edinburgh Fringe Festival for the first time in years. I've done 12 Edinburghs, but it's the first time. And to go up low-key with two shows that would just be for me to explore and have fun and experiment. Like, not big not big main stage shows, not big 300-seaters, £25 a ticket. A free show, a small room for a stand-up show, £10 a ticket, keep it really small, and do two ideas. And then the third thing I planned was to go to Europe and do some shows across Europe. And I went on a three-month road trip. And I had the holiday of a lifetime. I loved it. It felt wonderful. It felt amazing. I loved it. And I've come back from those three things. And I came back in September. And it's now September the 19th. And I'm feeling myself getting dragged back into that feeling of feeling stuck, of feeling frustrated, of like, right, what do I do? Do I move to London? Do I sell my house? Do I rent out my house? Do I move to Europe? Do you go, fuck it, move to Europe? Do you try and get a visa and move to the States? Like, I just don't feel like I'm 
living a productive life here. Like I feel very, very stuck and I hate it. So I'm like, what's the answer? Where do I go? Where do I go? And I started following this woman on TikTok and she seemed to have a direct line with those guys at the bottom of the ocean, the Titanic. And I thought, wow, well, if she can do if she can do that, she's got to be good, right? Because that's very far away. So <laughs> she's obviously got good um she's got good coverage. She's on a good network. If she can reach the bottom of the ocean, mate, she's got a good network. Excuse me for slurping my tea. Oh, that's some A and R. SMR. I don't know what it's called. Um, and so I was feeling stuck, right? So I thought, I'm going to speak to this woman because I work in an industry. And what I find really frustrating about my industry, this is just a side point, seeing all this shit kicking off about male comedians and their behaviour, is that when women fucking misbehave, or like if we're seen as difficult or demanding, you don't question our reputation. We're just slandered. Whereas men are accused of horrific fucking crimes and everyone's going, I believe them, I stand with them. I say, like, it's so fucking weird. It's so bizarre. The sexism and the misogyny in this industry and the conversation I'm having with my friends is just unreal. Like, just the it's coming out as unreal so I'm feeling pretty unsettled anyway right I'm feeling a little bit unsettled feeling stressed feeling confused uh, where do I go what do I do I hate being part of this kind of world and I don't know how to change it. it just feels horrible and I don't want to be part of it and I don't know how to change it and so I called this psychic and I had an appointment today right and I'll tell you how well it went she's given me a partial refund mate not a full refund, <laughs> a partial refund. That's how well it went. Do you know what my first clue was that it wasn't going to be good? My first clue was that she's a recruitment consultant. For the love of Christ, when will you learn? Do not trust recruitment consultants. Oh, don't at me, recruitment consultants. I'm sure many of you are very fucking nice, right? I've never liked recruitment consultants. And actually, I did speak to a psychic once. He was actually a psychic as a recruitment consultant. When I was younger, I went for this recruitment training program because I just turned 19, got first class degree at performing arts at Salford, couldn't get an agent. And I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll work in recruitment for a year. Good one. And I went for a recruitment training program and the guy was there and he sits in front of me with his like big Dale boy fucking suit on with his legs open. He's like, why do you want to work in recruitment? And I was like, it's always been my dream. <laughs> and he was like, right, um, see, I'm looking at your CV here. It says here that you love comedy and acting. You've loved it since you were four years old. I was like, yeah, obviously, since I was four. And he was like, right, so you just graduated last year and now you're working for, you're looking for a job in recruitment. I was like, yeah. He's like, I don't believe you. If you were 40 and you come in, you'd be like, I've tried chasing my dreams. It hasn't worked for me. I'm ready to work in recruitment. I'd take you on board but you can't even fight for your own dreams why should I let you fight for my clients oh mic drop best thing he ever fucking did for me I might call him soon actually just say hi just how's it going mate I follow my dreams here I am dreaming so that was my first clue sales tactic so I got on the phone to her right and she goes right I've got a guide here I've got my guide here I'm going to speak to my guide you know other spirits don't come to me just everybody goes through the guide I was like I really like that process I really like that that's very streamlined like it snappy positive here for it and she goes what would you like to talk about any specific questions I said yeah I'd love to know where to move to like I'm, I'm a bit tired of being in the same place for a long time like I'd like to move she was like right and I actually wrote notes so I took notes and here's what she said she said that um I have been feeling uh let me get the notes right hang on um like very blocked for a long time my energy's been blocked uh I'm not manifesting enough. I've not been manifesting enough. That's been my problem. I've not been manifesting enough. Um, she says, the problem is that I um, I don't dream big. I'm not a big dreamer. That's my problem. I'm not a big dreamer. I, I think too small. I think everything's too small. And I'm there thinking, mate, have you fucking seen the bookmarks on my Google Chrome? Let me show you right now the bookmark on my Google Chrome. Let me show you right now. Can't see this, right? But guys, I'm holding on my laptop. And in my bookmark, it's called... My dream future home, and it's a pink house 
in Dublin that's worth 8 million euros. And it's literally saved in my bookmark as my future home. See, my dream future, the pink house in Dublin. But I don't dream big enough. She said, you've been stagnant for a long time. You're feeling very stagnant. Things aren't moving. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, yeah, you don't dream big enough. That's your problem. You don't dream big enough. And actually, what you need to do is start manifesting. Have you thought about manifesting? Manifesting, you should write things down on post-it notes and put them all around your house and just think about those things. Then when you think about those things, those things will happen. And I was like, right. And she was like, you just have to think positive thoughts. So don't think negative thoughts about stuff. You've got to think very positive. Because I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, you're a positive person, but you might have negative thoughts. You've got to think on positive thoughts. And I was like, no, mate, that's fucking bullshit. This is something I talk about in bitter, by the way. It's okay to have negative thoughts. It's okay to feel like shit. You need those feelings to tell you that you're not satisfied with what you're doing and that actually you need change. Bitterness, bitterness is a sign that you're not growing. That's all bitterness is. Bitterness should tell you, I am not being fulfilled here. I am not growing. I need to go somewhere I can have the light on my face and fucking grow. That's all that fucking tells you. So I do think this idea of like there's almost an element of toxic positivity which I disagree with like it's, it's bullshit it's bullshit it's bullshit bullshit it's like that phrase that expression you know when they say oh it could be worse yeah it could be worse and I'm like yeah mate it could also be a lot fucking better so yes I'm not in the Taliban and obviously I'm very grateful for that but I could be in the Maldives right now right I don't know if that's helped my argument with what she said but maybe we're talking about the same thing <gasps> maybe she was a good psychic anyway she was saying, I've got to be, um, I've got to think big and re- reach for the stars. And that if I should manifest and put things out on a post-it note, so I can have a positive attitude. And then there'll be a gift from the universe soon. Uh, but I am going to be stagnant for quite a while. I said, oh, for how long? She says, oh, at least until Christmas. I said, okay. And then after that, she goes, I think you'll dream big. And I think, um, do, you, do you like the sun? She said, looking at my olive skin. Uh, yeah, I love the sun. I think I'm going to live somewhere near the sun. I see water. I see water sports. I see water sports. Are you a fan of water sports? You like doing water sports? I'm like, mate, you can't get me to fucking run on the ground, let alone in fucking water. Like, no. No, I do not like water sports. No. The only thing I like going down is, is the slow flume. I like that. But only if it's slow. And even that I find terrifying. Although I did do it when I was in the Netherlands this year. I was very proud of myself. If you'd like to see that, find me on my TikTok. You'll see me going down a flume. I was very proud of myself. It was the slow one, but... It was very brave. It was very brave of me. And then she said, I'm going to do water sports and live by a lake. And I do like the idea of living by a lake. And I said, oh, when's this going to happen? In a few years. I said, okay, so it's going to be stagnant, what, for a few years, and then I'm going to live by a lake. And she was like, I don't know. Like, my guides just tell me. And I was like, right. And she, she said, do you know what we need? She said, in our lives, what we need to do is we need to see things, then we, they, we can make them happen. Like, if we think positively. So if you want to live by a lake, think about a lake. But if you don't want to live by a lake, you want to live by the mountains, think about the mountains. And I was like, right, um, okay. I was like, right, so just to clarify, it's been stagnant, and I'm going to do water sports and live by a lake, but in, a f- like, 10 years' time. And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm just repeating what the guide, what the guide says. I said, oh, okay, just none of this is really resonating with me. Like, I don't know if there's a problem with the signal. She was like, no, there'll be no problem. It's just what my guide is telling me. I was like, well, you know, it's been stagnant because, you know, I have done a three-month tour of Europe and I managed to self-produce and film a comedy special within three weeks and I did two shows a day at Edinburgh for the last month. So I guess it has been pretty quiet. And I didn't say that out loud to her, obviously. I was just like, like, I've been very busy, actually. I've been quite excited. I've been very busy. And she was like, well, that's not what my guides are telling me. Okay, but it's what I'm telling you. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> how about you listen to what I'm telling you, maybe? Like, and then I was like, right, yeah, this is weird. It's not really resonating. And then do you know what she said? She said, do you know what? I am, um, the energy has been blocked. The energy has stopped. The energy is blocked. 
And because the energy is blocked, I think maybe we'll just stop the reading here and I'll give you a partial refund. I said, that's very kind of you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So that was a complete waste of my fucking time, wasn't it? So here's the thing. It's got me thinking. A few things and these final thoughts, and I'll leave you to it. I understand why we sometimes go to a psychic. It's probably the same reason we go to church or to prayer or to a priest or to a father or to a mother. We want somebody with authority to tell us what we do, what to do. We want somebody to see our future, to tell us what to do so that we can feel safe and secure, knowing that we're going to make the right decisions in life, that whatever's going to happen, that we make the right choices and that actually everything is going to be good and everything's going to be okay. So some advice if you're a fucking psychic out there. Number one, if you're a recruitment consultant or psychic, do your fucking research, mate. Do your fucking, for the love of Christ, if you haven't got the gift, fake it till you fucking make it. You can Google me. Google me. Be like you've got a big hairy beast that wants to give you lots of love. Yes, Bernie, that's amazing. Google me. Fucking get online and say, oh, I see you're going to be very famous and very successful and very happy and healthy and live in a mansion, live in a wonderful palace. You're going to be so happy. Oh, and you're single at 40. You're going to meet the love of your life and have lots of babies. That's all I want to fucking hear. Five stars from me and a tip. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Don't fucking tell me I'm going to be doing jack shit till December. Well, now I'll be doing jack shit because I want to fucking go to bed and cry for fucking 12 days. Oh, what's your future look like? Pretty fucking boring, mate. Great. May as well have a lie in. Like, talk about motivation. We often go to people because we want them to tell us that everything's going to be okay, right? Because we want somebody to tell us that, hey... If you make this choice, or if you make this choice, X, Y, and Z, then X, Y, and Z, A, B, and C will happen. And something that I've just written a little blog about that I'm going to post on my website, oh, look at this cross-promotion, is that something that I found really helpful when I went travelling is how I regulate my nervous system with change. And after my mum passed away, I found change incredibly difficult. I couldn't cope with new places, new faces, new things. I needed everything to be familiar, very familiar. I needed to feel safe and secure. And that's a very primary human need to feel safe and secure. It's very natural, very normal, very healthy. But I think I had mine in a glitch and I went into overdrive. And by going traveling, not only was there momentum because I was moving forward and doing things, but also by being stressed and being in situations where I felt nervous and anxious and scared and insecure, I got through them. And that left me feeling empowered and confident and feeling like, actually, whatever happens, like I'll get through it. Whatever happens to me, I'll survive it. Each and every one of us, each and every one of us here, whatever has happened to us, we've survived it. However horrific it's been, even if it feels now like you're barely hanging on by your thread, you've survived it. You have survived it. And there's actually a confidence in going through those experiences which challenge you, which as you come through, you go... I have to learn to trust myself that whatever happens, I will trust myself. I will make the right decision for myself because I'll be able to handle whatever happens as a consequence because we cannot know what the future holds. We cannot fucking know. But we'll be able to handle it. Whatever does, we'll be able to fucking handle it. And I think that's the psychic reading that I wanted. And obviously you're going to be rich and famous and very successful. And all your comedy is going to suddenly make sense because they're looking for, oh, look at these male comedians that have been fucking hypocrites and misogynistic pricks for the best part of decades that we've all celebrated and put on mainstream TV shows. Oh, if only there was an opposite voice of inclusion, fairness and fucking equality. Uh, Louise Romilan, been here for over a decade, knocking on doors. Hi, mate. Had a dream since I was four years old. you welcome. Not you welcome. Like, you welcome to myself. That made sense. Today's advert is sponsored by, guys, the best foundation and concealer I've ever tried. This, House Labs by Lady Gaga. 
when I tell you it is magnificent, go check out my TikTok. I did a, a review on there talking about the current situation. So this is my second podcast. I hope you've enjoyed. Um, if you want me to read your future, let me know. I will tell it for you. I am off to book some scuba diving lessons. <laughs> um, I need to work on my scuba diving um, and on my uh, manifestation notepads. That's what I'm going to put out. And um, that pink house, mate, that pink house is mine. Like, it's beautiful. Oh, my gosh, it's so lovely. One day, one day, one day. In the meantime, here's my future. It's fucking bright, mate. It's going to be fucking amazing. Do you know when it'll be amazing? Stop spending your money on shit and then start saving it. And maybe if you put more of that money aside that you spent on fucking psychics and aromatherapy trauma massages by amateurs, not professionals, don't at me, recruitment consultants or psychics or professionals. I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about the other lot. Wink, wink. Maybe put that money aside, that would help you get deposit for that pink house, wouldn't it? Hey, Think big. Just know that whatever happens, you'll handle it, okay? That's all we need to know. And maybe we might like what's in our hands to handle. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, a Michelin star restaurant food in Poland where I live in my mansion by the lake. Ah, so nice. These dreams. These dreams. Da -da 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 -da. And don't at me, manifestation people that are manifesting wrong because one time I said a pink house and I said the Polish house. Okay, I know you're supposed to be very clear with your manifestations. Listen, if you want a really good manifestation coach, I spoke to a really good psychic today. DM me, you can have a number. What? Until then, stay safe, stay healthy. Thanks for watching. And um, yeah, I'll do another one soon. We'll see how this podcast goes. It's famous with a baby. Hope you're enjoying it. Big love. Bye.